welcome to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand. This week, Mo tells you a story about a dead guy, and I tell you all about a panic attack that I had once. But before we get started, I wanted to say thank you for tuning into the show. If you could please like, subscribe, and share us with a friend, that'd be fantastic. That is how we're going to continue to grow our audience. Every week, it's fun to see more numbers come in and downloads from all over the world. So thank you all for everybody who is sharing. Uh, in light, in honor of Mother's Day, I should say, I would like to say thank you to all the mothers out there, and happy Mother's Day to anybody who has a kid of their own. But I also wanted to kind of share with you, I, I know a lot of the listeners know that I'm about to have a kid myself, and then my wife and I were talking the other day about it, of how women really get to have that miracle of childbirth. And, and guys will never really understand what that feels like, to have a, a being inside you that you're growing, and, and that feeling that they get, it's, it's, it's un, undescribable, you know, a guy can never understand it. And I started kind of getting a little jealous about it. I was like, damn, you know, that, that's an amazing feeling of being able to feed your child with your body, all that kind of stuff, all those great things that come with motherhood. And I was wondering, do guys have an equivalent to that? And I started to really think about it and, and try to figure it out, you know, going through all the different things. What do guys have that are unique that women don't have? And, and really, of course, our junk is the only thing. But then I started, you know, really kind of putting it to, well, what does our junk do? Ah, I figured it out. And ours is a little bit more of a simple joy. It's one thing that we get to have that women don't ever get to experience. And that's the joy of being outside. Now, I know a lot of women who are listening are probably going to say, well, that's unfair. You know, you can't compare peeing outside to all the glories and joys and, and all the things that motherhood bring you. And I say you're wrong. You have never had the chance to write your name in the snow. You've never had the chance to pee on an anthill with precision. You've never had a chance to pee over a fence or pee on a friend. It just doesn't quite happen the same for guys, or for women that it does for guys. So you know what? That's our one joy. And with that, we're going to go ahead and get started for today's episode. Once again, thanks for joining us, and if you please, share the show. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy it. All right, guys, I have the question that we're starting it out with. It's going to be one that I already know is going to give me a lot of slack, especially Ooh. since a majority of our, Calif- our listeners are from California. Get right in there. I'm going to make a bold, bold statement. All right. In and Out Burger is severely overrated. I do not think so. Severely? severely. It's severely overrated. Ooh, now, no. don't get me wrong. <clears throat> it's a good burger. Like, it's good. Their okay. animal-style fries are good. But What's it's not basis? an amazing burger. What's the basis? I, I need to understand why you think this. All right, dude. There are too many good burger chains. I'll tell you right now. I think Smash Burger, far superior burger to In-N-Out. See, I, I've never had it, so I can't, I can't, I can't say Look, I, I can't go to In-N-Out and get a bacon cheeseburger. I can't get an avocado burger. I can't get a jalapeno burger. Those are amazing burgers. So for fast food, I would put In-N-Out, it's top middle. It's pretty good. But like Smash Burger, five guys. Okay, got... so so realistically what you're saying is the lack of innovation and the expansion of the menu at In-N-Out is, is what it may, it makes them overrated to you. It's not that. I, it, it's a good burger, but I don't think it's such a high-quality burger. Oh, the beef is so good. It's so amazing, yada, yada, yada. No, it's it's good. Let me tell you, I think In-N-Out Burger, is as delicious as it is, it gets very sloppy when you eat it. 
By the end of the burger, it's just a sloppy mess. What does get sloppy when you eat it? If you ain't getting it sloppy when you eat it, you ain't eating it right. I get, but their patty to me is not that thick. It's not a lot of beef. It's it's it's. They're, I'm yeah, sorry, exactly. They're, it's perfect. Like the, the the for the price, the the serving, and uh, and uh, you know the the potatoes, how they're just cut fresh right in front of you. You know, and mm-hmm. it's fresh. It's worth it. And and one uh, the thing that makes them special, I think, is because they only special specialize in that one perfect size burger plus. That's up to you. You know, there is a secret menu, right? There is, but they still don't have items like a, a bacon cheeseburger. They still yeah, don't have some of that y- stuff. You know, but bacon, see, everybody across the world can agree to eat an In-N-Out. Like, this is the one only multicultural burger spot. So you're telling simply me. Simply because they don't serve bacon. So, so bacon. what is your opinion of Five Guys, Smash Burger? Uh, here we have... I, I like Smash Burger. I th- Smash Burger is really good. I, I like Smash Burger. But, but you know... To me, In and Out is more convenient. First of all, I'm surrounded I, by In and Out. There's only one Smash or maybe two, and there's no drive-through. In and Out is the apple of fast food. Okay, it's got a great name. It's got great marketing. It's got the hipster buzz. It's got all that crap around. It's a good it. brand. Almost all the people that start there end up having a career there. Or all they right, have right. a pleasant experience working there. What but I'm they, not talking okay. about all of that. I'm talking about just the food itself. The burger is overrated. The company is amazing. They have a great model. They ran well. They uh, Their products are fresh. I am not debating any of that. I'm saying if you were to go to In-N-Out and get a burger, and I go to Smashburger and get a burger, that Smashburger is either just as good or if not better, depending which burger I get. Maybe that's true, but is Smashburger fresh fries like In-N-Out? It's just as good. Hell, they've got seasoned fries and peanuts. Look, I can oh, no, tell so you I can tell you one thing about In and Out that no matter what you do when you go there, do not bet your friend you can eat four double doubles after drinking a twelve pack of beer. Because I'm gonna promise you right now, you're gonna at least upchuck three of those four. Just from personal experience, right. just throwing that out there. If they're that quick going up and going down, they probably taste just as good. That's why they call it in and out. Yeah, and you're keeping your girlish figure, man. Come on, that's a good job. Yep, it's called the Callista Flockhart diet. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude. I but like I, I like I get it. it. It is a good burger. It is. But so, just not my thing. All right. So I, I on the topic of eating, right? So when you guys sit down with with a new person or friends or people that you've invited over to your home, when you sit down and you eat with these people, what do you get from that experience? Do you guys find that to be what, what? What do you get from that experience? I'm lost. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you get from that experience? So, when you sit down, all right. So you you invite somebody over from for a dinner that you that you really uh-huh. you don't know all that well. You know them at work. Let's say you bring somebody home from work, right? And you guys sit down and you break bread together. Do you feel that that makes your relationship more intimate from there on out by sharing a meal with somebody? Ooh, I, I don't know if I'd describe it that way. Um, 
I guess that's a tough one. So for me now, when I go out with people, do like, hey, if I'm because you know we just moved to a new city, so my wife and I are, are making new friends, mm-hmm. and it, it's really weird. And I think that kind of ties into like it's tough making friends as an adult and as as you, like us right now. If we if the three of us were to go out and hang out for dinner, we've built a friendship over time. We've known each other now for over ten years, and you know, and and so on. So when we look at it from that perspective, that's already there. Um, and so how do you build that now is kind of what you're saying? I guess when you sit down and you eat a meal with somebody, it lets your guard down. And you would talk about things that you normally wouldn't. Um, you're sharing a meal. You're sharing perspective. And I feel that that deepens a relationship with somebody. Is that expe- usually there's it, booze involved? Maybe not. I, I don't really drink with dinner. So I don't, I don't drink. So that, I really don't think that's that I'm getting that alcohol is not part of my equation. Um, but like, okay. So growing up, you know, we, we grew up in a very culturally diverse area. So I had mm. friends that were, you know, Mexican and you'd go over to their home for dinner and you'd sit down and you'd eat dinner with their family and you would understand them a little bit better as a family. Um, you would understand their culture a little bit better. I know I had a friend from, he was from India and we went over and had dinner with them one night. And, you know, I I don't know much about their culture and family life. You know, you see things on the news. But when I sat down with him and his parents for dinner, it was it was it was nice conversation. They welcomed me into their home and we had this meal together. And I learned, you know, I guess I, I was I, I was part of their family for that meal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you 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 build a deeper relationship with people like that. Um, Sorry, heck... guys. Fucking chaos in the house. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How long have you been gone? <laughs> I've been gone for like a good five minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jake, you want to try that again? <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right, so we'll go ahead and jump into the next topic. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's see here. We know we were talking about another situation earlier. I think we saw it in the news. Uh, Mo, you brought it up. Jake, I know you read the story, so you guys will have to fill me in. I have no idea what's going on with it. Uh, but some parents in Florida, of course it's out of Florida, right? Uh, some parents out of Florida lose custody of their kid because they stopped giving him chemo treatments. How old was this kid? Well, according to the article, they didn't even start giving him treatment. He's, he's three years old. His name's uh, Noah McAdams. Mm-hmm. And uh, doctors say that chemotherapy can save his life, but his parents are refusing the treatment. Um, is it for parents... religious purposes, or is it just because, like, what was the situation? Well, it, it didn't really say anything with uh, any religion, but they, the parents said basically that we just want him to be healthy and happy and with his family, and that's going and and that's going to give him the absolute best care. Well, I I get every child needs a mother's love, but I don't think that's going to help cancer. I saw so, a picture of the dad. He's got like a really sick, like awesome '70s haircut, but then his beard just makes him totally lose it. It looks like a like a bear, like the guy from a, what the hell was that movie where he got eaten by a bear? But I also saw like I'm kind of weird skimming through it that they said they wanted to treat him with marijuana infused oils. You know, okay, so Sounds I'm an ad, I'm I'm an advocate for this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think cannabis helps people. I think it's important, and I think it is a medicine. However, when you have cancer, I really think that it's a tool to help you fight through the chemotherapy. 
I think mm-hmm. the chemotherapy really does handle the cancer. I think it helps it. And I think they've become much more efficient in targeting with chemotherapy. But the biggest problem is... I don't is, think we're there yet with chemotherapy. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I know I know there is, it, it has evolved. I, I'm aware that it hasn't been the same type of chemo from 10 years ago. And there's advancement in it. But still, I don't think the success rate is there yet to, to make a statement like that. It depends. Right kind of medicine for the right kind of cancer. Well, I mean, it, it, there are certain chemotherapies that have huge success on. rates, and there's other that are more experimental. But what I'm trying to say here, and so with the chemotherapy, they're able to target better, okay? Mm-hmm. But what, what's the most important thing to healing? Okay, because the chemotherapy is going to beat your body up too. Mm-hmm. It's food being able to sustain your body. It's liquids, and it's rest. And what are three things that cannabis can do for people? They help you eat, they help you sleep, and they help you relax. So by able, by being able to do all those three things, your body is able to fight and heal through the chemo and fight the cancer at the same time, as opposed to people that were using other drugs. You know, uh, I don't know what they prescribe for for people with cancer, honestly. You have to use it for what it's intended. And now it's it's you know if I if I had syphilis, if I'm sitting there and, and my my junk is oozing green stuff. I'm not going to use cannabis. I'm not going to be like, oh, let me just dump some oil on here. No, I'm going to want some antibiotics because I know those work. You use the right medicine for the right thing. Sure, and in but this situation, see, you're talking about simple things like antibiotics can fix. You know, nobody's afraid of antibiotics. Nobody's looking to alternative for antibiotics. That's not true at all. Most rational people, you know, like if I'm sick, you know, I, and antibiotics are going to heal me, I'm going to take antibiotics. Mm. It's not chemo. It's not even radiation. Well, chemo is a little different. You're partially right, but they're recently finding that antibiotics are destroying gut flora. And you're finding that people are finding alternative natural stuff like garlic. You know, that's an antifungal, antibacterial. So people are turning to that much more often then they'll jump to antibiotics right away. Yeah, you yeah, know what's when, really when important you... for me is that uh, I want to make sure my gut, fauna, and flora is fine because the last thing that I want to have is a fecal transplant because I know you've seen these. Have you seen these guys? Yep. Mm. Dude, a fecal transplant is when you've killed all the bacteria in your gut, they take someone else's turds and shove them back up into your butt to repopulate your flora and fauna in your gut. That yeah. sounds... Very discomforting. <laughs> hey, man, so you got to make sure that you're eating well so that you have that. You got to eat that kimchi and, like, sauerkraut and yogurts. Yeah. But, yogurts, yes. Yeah, back to the story in Florida, to cut back. So now prosecutors are going at these parents trying to get them for neglect. And, I mean, I, I get part of that. Um, man, I, I feel for this kid. I feel... I feel for him being caught in the middle between his parents who think they're doing right and they have a belief and then a bunch of doctors that can save this kid. It's man, it's a, okay, let's unpack this. Cause there's a lot in this story. So yeah. I'm going to kind of just throw them out there and we'll yeah. go through the questions as we want. So the first part of this, right? <clears throat> is it, is it okay? So Monier's argument is, well, why do you care if it's cannabis that they're choosing them to treat with chemo isn't perfect anyway. My argument to that would be, well, if chemo, what's the success rate for chemotherapy for this kind of cancer and the success rate for treating with marijuana only? 
in this one. And I'll tell you right now, when it comes to cancer, cannabis oil isn't going to solve all your problems. And you might have that one or two situations where that person miraculously turned around, but guess what? The placebo effect gives you that too. So let's throw that one out because people sometimes just miraculously are cured. So, so what? So what if what if people consume cannabis oil with the placebo effect and it both works and it defeats cancer? What, what if there's what if that is the only cure? Well, that Better would be than the chemo. How many people do you know or we know they told them chemo will work and it did nothing but made their last days on this planet absolutely miserable? I also know a, a large amount of people who chemo has worked for. Sure. Okay, but yeah. When you catch it early and it's stage one and they're like, yeah, you okay. need like one session of so chemo then, and two sessions of radiation. So now what is your then, other option? Yeah, you go, you go through with it. Something so, like that. Okay. But what's your other option? Obviously now? Because the right now, make sense. right now the treatment is chemo or cannabis oil. So your answer is chemo isn't perfect. All right. So now you're left with cannabis oil, which we know is just pretty much going to be a placebo effect at the moment. Or, Maybe or, or isn't side. perfect as well. So, you're in the same exact situation, so why not try both? The, yeah, that, that's probably, again, it depends on what stage, because if it's like, oh, it's pancreatic, it's stage four, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do chemo, to be honest with you. Okay. I'm not, well, yeah, I, that, because, see, because yeah. you're old enough to make that choice. Yeah, As like, three even, old, even if it's doesn't. my kid, no, fuck that. There, there is no point. He's going to suffer. He's going to be in the hospital. They're going to fucking torture him with chemo and he's going to fucking die anyway. You know what? If he has to go, man, he has to go. That's fine. But he's not going to suffer. And I can understand that side of it, too, because, I mean, that's a tough one to handle. Because he, he, I guess the, here the other flip side is, though, too. So even if even if I'm saying that, what is the government's role? Like, where, does it, where do we draw the line? I don't think the they should be involved. Yeah, because if, but if you're saying they're not involved, here's the problem. Is there's always going to be those couple situations where everybody in the world would be like, "Hey, this person's messed up in the head," mm-hmm. you know, with a situation. And so, do you do you risk that life to save I, a ton I, I, more? I don't care. So, okay, so let's say the government comes and they take the kid and they give him chemo and the kid dies. Is the government going to compensate the parents? No, no, okay. I guess they won't. So why the fuck are they getting involved? But see, why are you thinking? Because it's only what are they going to compensate them with? Money? Money doesn't pay for somebody's. It doesn't life. fucking matter. They they had to be the tough guys and get involved for no for, for something that is none of their business. Well, see, I'm trying to break this down and try to find the answer. Again, you're you're going after this the actual symptoms. Like, what is the where is the basis? Of, let's try to find out the basis of it. Because like, what's the argument? What would be the best possible outcome? Like, let's talk about it. Is if we were the ones making that law. Because, again, if, if chemo even has a 25% success rate, that's a one out of four chance. If I were okay. to tell you today, hey, you have a one in four chance of dying. Yeah. For, you know, a three out of four chance of dying. You're yeah. going to be like, ah, oh, those odds are crap. But your other odds are you have a 90% chance of dying. Are you going to take the 25? Wh- which one, what are you going to take? Uh, again, it's it will be like, you know, we got it. First of all, like when it comes to cancer, it, it's not one thing, you know, like we'll take it, cancer out of the so, equation. So take many cancer different out of the types equation. of it and so many different reactions to different chemos. And it depends like how Again, f- advanced. Take cancer is. out of the equation. Okay, it's now just chances. Equation. It's just numbers you're dealing with. Okay. If I said, hey, if I'm putting bullets in a revolver okay. and some for some reason I have some weird 10 shot revolver like a Tommy gun. It's like a mini <laughs> Tommy gun I carry in my pocket. It's got 10 shots in it. 
Okay. And I only put nine bullets in it, so it's that's Russian roulette. Fucking, yeah, that's something the communist Russians would, yep. would, would make. And now I have, a, I have a gun that's one in four bullets. Okay. And I tell you, hey, would you rather me go at and shoot at you with the gun with four or three bullets in it or the one with nine bullets in it? Which one are you going to take? The Statistically. But why? Statistically, you have a much higher odd of getting a bullet than not. Right. See, I know where your head's at. You're like, if this gun has nine bullets, it's probably like a 22. If it's got four, it's probably like a judge. I want to be shot with the 22, not the judge. I get where you're at, but that's not the situation we're in, okay? Because you're laughing because you're like, damn, he's right. I'm picturing a much bigger round in that gun. Yeah. No. I, you know what? Because that's what you're looking at. You, statistically, if you're breaking it down by the numbers, which is better? And that's what you really should be going off of. And if the parents are like, look, I'm not even willing to try this thing that has a much higher statistical likelihood of happening. I'm not even willing to try it for my daughter, my kid. To me, I am starting to think, well, are you doing what's in the best interest for the kid? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would hope so. Now, let me tell you something. If these are the new wave of Christian scientists that don't believe in medicine and they just don't want to even want to approach anything because THC is a sin and marijuana is a sin and the government is sin and everything medical is a sin. I don't know how I feel about that because in a way I feel like somebody should say something because that kid will die because they will do nothing but pray. Okay. And I know sometimes I've heard, I've seen, you know, maybe prayer works sometimes, but unfortunately not all the time. No. And so why, but see, here's that prayer costs nothing. So you could still do treatment plus prayer. Sure. Sure. You can do that. Yeah. I guess it, it really comes down to... I mean, I mean we're not like a Christian podcast or anything, but that does kind of make sense. Pray, it's free, it doesn't cost, just spray and treat. That, yeah. that kind of makes sense to a rational human being. Okay. For them, that, that's a no-no. So let's, let's bring this down a little bit further. Okay. You have a kid that has pink eye. Okay. Okay, are you going to let them go completely blind and have this infection that is going to continue to destroy their vision and just let that happen? Or would you take them to the doctor to get antibiotics? No, of course I'm going to get them antibiotics. All right, but this parent says, no, I don't believe it. I'm going to treat it with this cannabis oil. fucking stupid. Can't, I, so, I don't know. So, Maybe see, cannabis you can't have both work. because you have to look at it from that scope. So if you're saying that's stupid, why is it stupid if they go and say, no, I don't want cancer treatment? Like, okay, I just, again, if, if the doctors have like, like, like a high percentage, percentage chance of of saying you know yeah this kid's cancer is like in its first stage like he only needs one chemo session and maybe two radiation and he just has you know radiation you don't really get sick it's a pill Mm -hmm. and it just you know shoots fucking radiation all over your body for 24 hours to kill little dead cells so here here's because this is really kind of what then i'll be like okay do that but what's the point of maybe i'll give him cannabisism doing that you know, if it's something Agreed. small like that. Agreed. But your, origi- your initial tiny. argument but was when, that when their these thing parents is like should be fucking jailed. Seven mu- no, no, no. I don't think the parents should be jailed. I think so, but, the government should have no role. Unless see, the doctors You just said if the kid has pink eye, they should go get him, go get a medis- medication yeah, but for pink what eye. I'm, again, what I'm saying is if the doctors can prove and say, hey, this kid is like, really look at the numbers. This kid can live. It's not that big of a deal. 25% then, chance is a pretty big chance of living. I would take those odds. If you told me I have cancer and my odd is cancer is going to kill you or uh-huh. you might have a 25% chance of living, but have you or, tried and especially alter- at three years old, I'm going to take that. Have you tried alternative like medicine? Have you looked Why at can't, other alternatives? Why can't, again... Again, you keep going to alternative medicine and we keep going to the exact same point of why not do both? 
Because they can't work with both. Chemo fucks everything up in your body. That's what chemo is. It is brutal on your body. It's supposed to kill your body, hoping to kill the cancer itself. Bro, okay, here you go. I'm going to destroy you with this argument. Have you okay. seen a picture of these people? Uh, with cancer? No, yeah, well, the parents. Have you seen a picture of the parents? No, I have not. <laughs> All right, dippy. great. If you looked at them, you'd be like, I understand that these white trash people have no education. They heard marijuana is good, and they're going to use marijuana. Look, you really think they've gone and done the actual research behind this? Because you keep going to this, look, look, hey, it's not our place. But if this is a treatment, a treatable cancer, and there's, if you uh -huh. catch it early, there's a 60% chance of living. And if you catch it late, there's a 25% chance of living. Those numbers are far greater than you see with most other non-traditional Western medicines. Uh, again... I mean, I, I've personally met somebody and I've personally known somebody that they both have pancreatic cancer. One went with alternative diet, uh, pescatarian, I believe, no red meat, no white meat, no dairy. And he takes herbs he gets from somewhere in, in the Midwest. He've had pancreatic cancer, I believe, at stage two now, stuck there for 10 years with no chemo. He's still alive. He's still working. He somehow sealed the cancer where it's at, where it doesn't grow, as long as he maintains that diet. And he's seventy something, and he's still alive. That person okay. is a neighbor, right? Okay. The other person that went is... the chemo route, and he's now not here with us. So. But they, they're the exceptions. Hmm. That guy hmm. is the exception, not the rule. So, are you worth taking that exception where they're saying, "Hey, if you change your diet," which is something you said, "We'll do both." I wish you could do both. Both you that can means do both. you. Because I'm going Can through chemo though? doesn't yeah, because I'm going through chemo doesn't mean that I can't eat fish in a salad. No, but if you can eat, you're gonna need <clears> cannabis. <throat> if you choose chemo, you're gonna need a lot again, of cannabis. Again, you're gonna need to we're, exercise. We're, again, just like Jake see, said. You keep going back to do it all. Okay. That's not the discussion. Okay, what's Because you're saying these people have chosen not to do it all. And you're saying, well, no, they shouldn't be punished, but then you keep going into if you're gonna do it, you need to do all different okay, forms, will the government or the doctors allow them to use cannabis? That's the question. Or the guy be like, no, you can use cannabis. Well, if they're already using cannabis, yeah, then what's the harm? Well, you know, sometimes when you get pain pills, you know, they drug test you to make sure you, you know, you're not smoking marijuana. Mm -hmm. Maybe hey, dude, you know how many times thing? I've walked into the doctor and when I'm in there, they're like, how many times do you have a drink a week? And I say, I drink every night. I have a drink every day when I get home from work. Do you? <laughs> yeah. And so what I are said, you, John Draper? Yeah, maybe I am, dude. I drink my scotch. Why the hell do you think our logo is scotch and cigars? Um, you know, you know, I go home Don't and I drink every scotch. night. I was supposed to get a bottle yesterday and I forgot. Stop dude, come over. Away. I've got like eight bottles of high-end scotch. You know what's really nice? I, I don't drink that much anymore. But at the same time, whenever anyone gives me something for a gift, they get me really nice high-end scotches. Yeah, so what I'm do you like, have? Dude, I've got. I'll start. I'll send you pictures. I got like seven of these bottles, and I'm like, nice. dude, these are like twenty year scotches or more. And I'm like, all right, they're all unopened, man. Oh, I would be an alcoholic if I had that. Well, I, I can't anymore. But no. So again, I'm getting a bottle tonight. Fuck it. I'm convinced, Jake. But I'm drinking scotch tonight. <laughs> you have at it, man. I don't you have, have any amount. I'm gonna grab a bottle I, of Glenlivet when we're done. I'm with gonna this. be perfectly honest. I don't know how people drink liquor straight like that on the rocks. I dude, you're twenty crazy. year, twenty year, ten year, five year. I find it disgusting. Dude, so good. <sighs> you're you're tripping. You're I like so that burn, good. Dude. Yeah. No. No. I, 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 again, it's kind of like cigar smokers. I don't get it either because I smoke cigarettes. You know, 
Like you don't inhale, what's the fucking point? But for them, they get it. They can oh, it's tell. a beautiful taste. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't find that taste. Like when I smoke cigars, like I can tell ones that are well made, better tobacco because the sting it leaves in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But I can never grab a cigar and can tell you, oh, this is Dominican growing in the fucking winter season. Oh, this is fucking Cuban. This is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, like I, w- I can't tell the fucking difference. They all taste the same to me. Yeah, I can't get that detailed with cigars, but with scotches, I'm getting there. Like, oh, I really like the oak in that, or the vanilla was really good. Ah, uh, there's some, you know, yeah. you can go through and there's all the different notes that you're picking up. I'm like, I get it now. Yeah. Well, I can't. You talk can taste shit. it. I can't talk shit. I. It might not be that stuff, but other things I enjoy, and you know, different well, drink, different drinks. Like, what do you drink? You know? Let's talk about alcohol. Alcohol. You guys. <laughs> what are our friends right, like dude, to right, drink? Here you go. What's the best drink for the occasion? Because, dude, like, I'll tell you, occasionally a good Manhattan is, like, a perfect, like, I'm going out for drinks and some appetizers with friends. I'm going to get a Manhattan. Or, like, that after-dinner martini. Yeah. Once again, man, you got me lost. I, I can't. I don't drink that stuff. I it It's disgusting. I, I don't either. But, <laughs> but what the fuck, dude? No, like, I drink it, but I'm not out for it. Like, come on. Come on, dear, get dressed up and let's go for a ride into town and have fancy drinks. I don't do that, but there is occasions like your wedding day, that bottle we had in that locker room. That's perfect. I don't remember that bottle. (laughs) But it was a good bottle. We must have finished that pretty quickly. It was, dude. There was like random golfers coming in. It's like, who's fucking up? Like me. And they took shots with us. You don't remember? Oh, yeah. It was a pretty fucked up day. Like, I do not remember that. Like, from. Yeah, I think it was. It was I think I think Dad brought it. And he cracked it wide open, and he, yeah, he and I were passing that thing around. <laughs> oh, Dad man. did bring it because I stole it out of his <clears throat> liquor cabinet. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, went into the house and I was like, "Hey, you got a nice scotch up here." He's like, "Yeah, you, I never drink scotch. You should take it." And I was like, "Sounds good. You don't have to tell me twice." And that bottle followed me all around that morning at the house, and then it followed me to the venue as uh, we all got drunk. That was definitely I, one of the best weeks of my life. That was a blast, you know, man. I feel for alcoholics because I know it's a real struggle. And if anybody's listening to this show, quit drinking. Good job. You know, we don't have the same problem as you. We can drink and stop. That's, dude. That's that's a good PSA, man. Yeah. Like, you know, if you already stop, good. You've already conquered. Like, don't fucking listen to us. But we don't share the same mindset about alcohol. To us, we can have one drink and never touch it for another year. Maybe crave it, but it's nothing like you guys handle it, you know? And everybody's got their vices, and there's nothing wrong with that being your vice. But if you're already conquered, do not listen to us. Yeah, man. I lived with this guy for a little while that this guy, every morning he would wake up, he would come into the kitchen, he would start making his breakfast. And, I mean, the first thing he did was pull a frosted, like, uh, not a tumbler, but what's just like a regular glass, like a drinking glass that you would take. Uh, but he pulled one of those out and filled it with straight vodka and mm. would start drinking immediately. Some oh people God. like that culturally. Dude, yeah, yeah, some people like There was like one that. morning, though, where he got up and he was like, ah, and he went right to the fridge and he was shaking. Oh, was like, yeah. Damn. That's yeah. a level of alcoholism that is yeah. unexplained. <laughs> I, I could never imagine being there. But Jesus, dude, you know what? I knew, I knew We knew a guy. Jake and I knew a guy who drank himself to death. And when yep. the cops found him in his house, he was shitting and throwing up blood everywhere from liver You failure. motherfucker, I'm going to tell the fans something right now. So when <laughs> I went and visited him in, in San Jose, right, 
uh, the first thing I did, and you know, we're not, it was vacation and it was legal. And the first thing I do wake up the day of the concert is he hands me a bubbler and I haven't even brushed my teeth. He's in his boxers standing, I'm sleeping on the floor and he's just hovering over me. You know, he already brought his teeth, showered, just wore everything except his fucking pants. And he's just giving it to me. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm just giving it to you. Like, nah, fucking you really need to rephrase that. <laughs> He was just giving it to me, and the only thing he couldn't do is wear pants. Bro, everyone thinks I'm railing you right now, just so you know. So, no, yeah. fucking no, no, no homo, you know. And then I'm, the whole boxer thing didn't fucking bother me. It's just the fact that I had to smoke right when I woke up. Like, the first thing. I've oh, never that done bothered that. you? My, no, it didn't my... bother me either. It was just like, you know, I want to brush my teeth. I don't want to, you know, put my fucking filthy-ass mouth on there. I've been... Smoking Dude, my... cigarettes and drinking beer and eating fucking, you know, Chinese food all night. You know, my breath smells like shit. But anyway, uh, so immediately I smoked. I'm high as shit. We're in his car. We go to this nice spot to eat breakfast. And, you know, I'm really fucking high, man. Like, I've never, I had, I'm fucking out of my, I'm blazed, right? And it was fucking Blue Dream, I believe. And we're eating. And I ordered this. He ordered something. I ordered something. And, you know, I'm high as fuck and I, I order a Denver omelet and he drops that story of that guy you guys are about to talk about. And <laughs> he I'm dropped, just like, oh, he did my that to you fucking. then? Oh. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, I'm already, fu- the place is packed. Like, my shit locked. Like, I'm borderline paranoid, dude. And these people are fucking loud eating fucking Californians. Oh, my God. We got to ban every gun in the fucking world, you know. They're fucking daydreaming over there. I'm high as fuck. And he's like, yeah, dude, my dad's a fucking alcoholic, dude. So fucking bad, you know. And oh, fucking, man. he was melted to his chair. And I'm like, God, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, you, I don't- got, you got your payback on that, though, when we went on a submarine tour. Because Monir's like, dude, we got to go on the submarine tour. And I mean, look, dude, I, I'm not going to lie. That entire vacation was basically like we were teenagers again. Like, it's yeah, legal. Dude. Screw it. Let's just have fun. Yeah, and so it was wild. Like, Monir hands me this giant blunt. He's like, here, dude, smoke this before you go on the submarine tour. And I was like, all right, man. Look, bad idea. I have these headphones on. I'm looking at this little iPad, and we get onto this World War II sub that's decommissioned. The USS Pompo something. Yeah, and I go down there, and it smells like diesel, and you can't get away from this diesel, and it's floating. It's in the water. Was it the the diesel you were smoking? No, no. <laughs> well, there was this big diesel dike behind me too, and she was going through. She was like, dude, she was one of those just giant, like three hundred pound butch women with a crazy haircut, and she was she was just the stereotypical like out of central casting. She had the the two long cargo shorts that were camouflaged, and she was wearing the giant combat boots, and she had the really short, like spiky red hair. And I'm like, dude, I thought you were just in the movies. Like, it looked like the lesbian lady off of Family Guy. Like, I was like, holy shit. Seth MacFarlane ran into this lady and has made her a character in this television show. But we got onto this thing, and it was uh, it was moving, dude. And we were, you were listening to the tour of all the old guys from World War II. And all of a sudden, that blunt that Monir hit me, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm in World War II. Oh, my God, what would it have been like to sleep in this thing? And the thing that got me the most, man, and it made me almost, like, freak out. And Monir's like, dude, you all right? is they started talking they're like we would go full steam for like 12 hours trying to chase someone down but then somebody would float above us the enemy would be there and we'd have to shut everything down which meant the ventilation too and the whole thing would be like 130 degrees and it would take 12 hours for the whole submarine to cool and they wouldn't be able to have ventilation i was like 
Let me get Man, this straight. It's, I would have had a panic I'm, attack. Yeah, I'm yeah. 10,000 feet under the water in this thing. And I don't think you, they go that degrees. low. 10,000 feet? Jesus. Okay, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm 1,000 feet below whatever, dude. Fuck it, 10 feet, feet below is enough. Yeah, dude, it, yeah, exactly. I'm have you guys ever been in a submarine? Have you ever been inside underwater submarine? No. No. I no, have. Not like while it's I'm moving good. around. It'd freak me out. I have. No, it's fun. I like. So I told you. But remember a couple episodes ago when you said like if we if we get drafted right now because we still have a couple years left for the for the draft, and yeah, uh, dude. if they pass the law and we get drafted, I would try my hardest to be a navy and jump in a sub. Do you know what would freak me out about? Here's what gets me about the sub is if you're down there and say you are that at the depth where it's like five thousand feet is as low as they go or whatever it is, and all of a sudden there's a hatch that breaks. Your yeah, you got you got mechanics and engineer there. No, yeah, they fix this shit. No, no. If if there's a catastrophic like this sub is going down, oh, and well, that, your whole body is just gonna be crushed. Right, like a pancake. Yeah. Well, it's better than being fucking blown up and being quadruple amputee coming back. Is it being taken care with the VA? Yeah, fucking quit fast. Fucking fucked up death. Go done. <laughs> no surviving. You laugh at me for where I watched this guy. I was watching Oprah years ago. I remember I came oh. home from school and Oprah was on, and she had the guy that was trying to fly the hot air balloon around the world, and he talked about it crashing in the ocean, and his balloon set on fire, and he was like, I was drowning to death and burning alive at the same time, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. I shouldn't laugh, but that just, Dude, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, and I sat there as a 12-year-old boy like, Oh my God, that's the most terrifying thing to think about. All you have to do is add some really pissed off bees to that mix, and you have everyone's version of hell. Oh, yeah, with bees? Oh, shit. Man, fucking hell. Does hell even exist? Oh, dude, let's, you want to have that existential conversation here? We can. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't, I don't who, think there is such a thing as hell. No, who just, was the asshole? There was some scientist that came out and was like, oh, just <laughs> which so you know. Which yeah. It's not a good start. Which no, was the wh- asshole? <laughs> one of these assholes. He was like, uh, you know, actually, I've done the calculations, and heaven is actually hotter than hell. I got to find out who this oh, asshole yeah, is. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. That does sound like a fucking asshole. He's the yeah. guy who, like, decided to map out heaven and assume the weather it would be under and you know the foundation of it and then yep. somehow figured out what hell is like even though we're nowhere near like the center of the earth but okay he has an idea i guess and he decided yeah no you're right he is a fucking asshole you just need to yeah, but I do know what you're talking about For yeah what? i'm trying to read the asshole's name i'm trying to find it here there's a few of them out there now that have said it hey um, will you will you hunt that info down something i've been thinking about we had downloads from all over the world and i thought it'd be kind of we neat. did to talk about some of the people that are listening to us in other countries and right. say thank you. Yeah. yeah, so breaking it down throughout the United States, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Majority of our listeners are actually out of California, even though we trash talk. Oh, my them God. The most. Fuck, dude, that's not good. <laughs> or they're oh all like, God. fuck, these guys are great. They're right. Let's fix this state. Yeah. Uh, majority of them are no. from uh, California. Uh, Texas has a huge majority of them. Texas too. Uh, it's God, the other side. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, Arizona's got a large portion. Oh, uh, they're kind of middle well. ground, like mm-hmm. Nevada. Same. Yeah. Similar mindset. <laughs> but from the world. So if any of these people are listening, they should uh, reach out to us at TOD Podcast on Twitter because I'd love to hear from them. We got quite a few from Ireland. Oh, uh, Ireland, eh? Yeah, Ireland. Ooh, the they Dominican like us talking Republic. about the scotch. 
Dominican Republic. Oh, Good that's cigars. what it is. The Scotch. You're oh, right. See, yeah. there you go. So, Scotch is from Scotland, though. It's not that. They'll be. Well, Irish but they like whiskey. what I'm saying is they like drinking. Yes. Oh. Yeah, oh. Well, yeah. Of course. Definitely. Ireland Irish whiskey. No warm beer for me. I'm sorry, Irish people. I don't like that. Especially Guinness. Warm Guinness. Yeah, is definitely not fucking Guinness to begin with. Like, bro, you so know, what? warm Guinness. That's a fucking no. I'll just stick to whiskey. For the ones in Ireland right now, I'm really sorry. Guinness sucks. There's one way that I love Guinness, and it's in black and tan. Yeah. It's the only way I love Guinness. And it's freezing. Yeah. And it's freezing fucking cold. I'll drink this shit. Yes. Because I don't mind flat beer every once in a while. They should make a gelato that tastes like Guinness foam. Get the fuck out of here, man. No. 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 A Guinness foam gelato? I actually know a gal that runs a gelato truck, and I can mention that to her and see if she can whip up a batch. And you're that gonna puke, a... and you're gonna come back and be like, "Terrible idea! I should have no. listened to them all." Dude, no, I think <laughs> okay. I think you're 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 really underrated. See, you, you love In and Out, super overrated, and you're really I don't down love In and Out. I just don't think it's overrated. People like a good burger, cheap joint when they're all on right. vacation. Before you guys get off topic, all right, uh, Dominican <laughs> Republic. <laughs> Domin- um, good cigars. Yep, and good we baseball have, uh, players. The UK. Interesting. Oh, fucking UK. Yeah. Holy shit. Here's the one that is uh, probably hacking us. The, these oh. last few are actually probably someone who's just trying to hack us because they're pissed. Uh, we have Indonesia. Oh, yeah. It, it, it might be a man hacked. boy. Yeah, oh. it might be a man no, boy. No, no, no. Indonesia is a very strict Muslim country. That, you're oh. thinking of Thailand. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kenya. Oh, we're definitely getting yeah. hacked. Yeah, that was probably one of those uh, princes that were trying to get me to send them the money that they needed like $3,000 to release. Yeah, to buy massive yeah. land and save their family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. This one I really would love to hear from the listeners there, uh, the Netherlands. I want to see how their oh, socialized medicine really works. Amsterdam, hmm. man. I've been there. Yeah. Amsterdam. What do they call the outskirts of the Netherlands? Is that the nether regions? I don't know, dude. but no, you know what I will say? It's, it's, it's Dutch, I've always wanted. Dutchland. Where do they? Uh, in Finland, they speak Finnish, right? I've always yes, wanted. To no take, shit. I've always wanted to take the uh, Finnish 101 in college, beginning Finnish, just so I could be like, yeah, "What class do you take?" Yeah, beginning Finnish. <laughs> beginning <laughs> Finnish. It's fucking stupid. It'd just be a stupid throwaway joke. Like, did, did my you take first any class was over in college? Be- no, dude. I took six years of Spanish from middle school to high school, and the only thing I can say is like, I pet the cat in a sexual way, and it runs. <laughs> Oh, I, I said okay. it in my class, and my teacher looked at me and said, you can never say that again, mm. especially if there's Mexican gangbangers around. I was like, oh, all right, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Do we have any fans in Mexico? No. <laughs> no? No. Fuck, no, dude. No, I've no. been to Mexico. Look, dude, we've dude, talked Mexico about trying to build sick. a wall. They don't want that to has nothing to, to do with the fact that Mexico's sick. The fucking wall is national security issue. <laughs> Sorry, Mexico. It's nothing personal. All right. Uh, here's the one that they uh, heard us talking about, Snuff Films, Romania. What what yeah. snuff films? Snuff, <laughs> a lot of those come from uh, Ukraine and uh, Romania. The last two. So you what can, is that like shitty porn? No, where they kill the person at the end. Like real killing, murder. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of that stuff comes out of those weird countries. What the fuck? Why? Who watches uh, that shit? Sick ass people. Bro, like it, they, it, they, they 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 like Twitch. Like, I mean, do they stream the murder? Or? Are they criminals? I'm sure there is, is now, gang dude. violence that caught on tape? Uh, I'm probably going to say all of the above. Okay, so it's like death.com or those faces of death videos from back in the day. Yeah, but rape you first. They rape you first? 
And well, then they, they, kill they, you? they have sex with whoever it is and then kill them, yes. Oh, dude, yeah. what the fuck? Bro, are you... Oh. T- hold on, hold on, hold on. You're 30... Hold on, 31 One. years old, and this is the first time you've heard of a snuff film? Yes, how would I know about a snuff film? I, I mean, I, they're in movies, if, I think. Weren't they in, like, the movie 7 or something like that? But, I mean, it's kind of, like, just... I thought that was common no, knowledge. No, yeah. it was in uh, in the fucking movie Serbian film. I don't know if you okay. guys have ever seen that movie. No, I don't watch yeah. the don't Serbian watch it. movies. I know that's they just don't, shocking. Don't. Okay, but well, read about it, though, but don't. Don't watch it. Okay, well, do me a favor. Don't okay. don't Google snuff films. Okay. <laughs> just, I wasn't going to. Okay, it, good, because you might pop just... up on something that's a no, little bizarre. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I don't okay. care. No. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> the end of our list of our international listeners who we just <laughs> lost are Romania, Ukraine. <laughs> you know, thanks, Monir. Okay. Uh, yeah, appreciate it, man. You just you, you systematically alienated every region. That we because about. I don't want to watch snuff films. No, uh, their snuff films. Kenya's uh, hacking us. I guess it was me that really alienated everybody. Yeah, because I'm sorry, it's not my thing. I like uh, maybe my my horny boss and secretary. Maybe you know, not 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 raping and murdering. That's not my thing. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, it's bizarre. The stuff. That, the fact that I actually have to apologize. To, that that's not my thing. It's fucking disturbing. Actually, fuck those people who watch things like that. Oh, <laughs> or get agreed, off by agreed. something like oh, yeah. that. Those are the people yeah. that you don't need on Earth. Look, man, you yeah, want to watch some fat lady crush a, a, a loaf of bread? By all means, <sighs> yeah, that's all you. Yeah, sure, need. whatever. You want to? F- yeah, whatever. Foot job, sure. You want blow job? Yeah, hand jobs. You know, when it comes to animals and kids and. And people who, who don't know what they're doing or they're secretly being filmed, you know. Oh, I'm 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 curious why animals come before kids in your uh, in your list. <laughs> no, cause like, fuck, dude. I'm just fucking giving you shit. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, like kids. Okay, sorry, kids, animals. You know, like, <laughs> no, 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 drunk people, <laughs> secret <laughs> filming. Fuck that. Oh man. So now, yeah, those it, are where everybody's it, from. It, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, majority is here in the U.S., which is good. You know, we the USA, all that shit, America. But uh, yeah. it, it's odd. There, there is a large chunk of people, and it is mainly West Coast. I was surprised by Oregon, as much as we've talked Oregon. about the hipsters and whatnot, too. Uh, dude, I will tell you, there's this place in Portland, though. So for those people listening in Oregon, if you have not been there, go check it out. It's called um, Puck Pucks, and they had the most amazing Thai chicken wings I've ever had, man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, it was a, a really nice restaurant. The one part that I thought was hilarious is I, I went there, I was out there for work, and I expensed out the dinner, and the way they put out the tab, my boss called me as a liar in front of a giant fucking like conference call, and what? it was the first time I was like, as an, oh yeah, he's like, what, so you, you took somebody out to eat with you, and I was like, do you think I like picked up a hooker? Like, what do you, what, they, I had a bar tab that I paid for, and I had the food, and they put the food on the second tab, so it said customer two, and he was trying to like, oh dude, it was fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Um, so oh Puck Pucks, they had great tie. They, they were out, outstanding, dude. So if uh, if you're there, check that place out. You will not be disappointed. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, next topic. What do you guys want to jump into next? We got a few other things. Uh, I, I guess we can run through it, and then if we don't, get I, to I have a topic. I want to ask you guys a question, right? Okay. Yeah. Shoot. So, man. do you, do you guys like to watch foreign stuff to kind of vicariously see how these people go about their everyday life? You know, I, I've been thinking about watching it recently to try to pick up a, sen- a second language. Um, maybe not necessarily to see how they go about their everyday lives, but you know what? I guess you're right. Like, if you watched... Well, I don't know, dude. Like, I guess I've watched Mexican soap operas, and is that really what it's like in a Mexican no, household? No, 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 no. Mexican soap operas uh, are like high-class Mexicans, like upper-middle-class and up. 
and i don't know if that's a majority of mexico like mexico city and the capital and like the tech city of mexico i'm not I wanna sure be, i want to be politically I'm, correct I'm we have to sure call me- mexican soap operas by their right name they're they're novellas novellas right, right yeah like okay. the novels uh, we yeah. have to be pc so make sure yeah we do that. i'm sorry so guys. yeah so but from what I've seen, like for what my eyes caught whenever I'm like in a Mexican restaurant eating and it's on TV, Univision or Telemundo or whatever, it seems to be like very like um, high class, everybody. Like all the men are fit and they look good. You know, uh, they all look like they, they're big execs. They drive new cars. The women's are extremely fucking hot, you know. Well, whether um, it's TV here or TV there, I guess it would all be the same. Mm-hmm. Right. But see, some some TV series is actually tackle issues like like that's why I was that's where I was going with this. I started developing because of Netflix, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, it started way back in the day. I remember when I used to watch like Japanese old samurai TV series and, and you're like, I don't get it, dude. You know, it's fucking gay. Fucking waste of time. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> sounds oddly like me i mean yeah God, it's like you know, i'm like yeah. dude fuck you i like this shit i like the samurai dudes they were fucking g's but so uh netflix actually had they had uh i think a norwegian show that was pretty cool it was about russia secretly invading norway and there was a norwegian resistance rising and this cop was caught in the middle and the cop's wife you know they had to be like kind of diverse but the cop's wife was like ethiopian but she was norwegian you know Mm-hmm. she's kind of cute and he's caught in between like big political warfare between russia and russian like norwegian so it's crazy shit right and i'm like wow that was cool the second big one which was actually better and it's probably one of the best ones was uh Faudo. it's an israeli show and it was well written well casted well executed well directed like it, it is an international hit I, I think so uh it tackles like real you know from what i've seen from also catching Middle Eastern news and stuff. And How many talking episodes to people. have you seen? Of Fauda? The, all two seasons. They're filming their uh, season three now. At any time, do they show you like a scene of the Iron Curtain where they shoot a missile out of the sky? Mm, no, no. But there's footage of that on YouTube. Yes. There's the actually dish- a lot of footage lately because Gaza's being uh, Gaza and Tel Aviv or south of Israel is being bombed back and forth. So Dude, there's insane. Yeah, you the Iron Dome videos, is Jake? fucking crazy. You you guys are watching so much serious stuff. I mean, I watched you know British sitcoms like Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh, some si- silly British comedies are where it's at. You guys, you, I watched that out. too. I watched Cuckoo. My <clears throat> girlfriend makes me watch that. It's kind of funny British humor. It's really weird. <laughs> I like it. It's clean. It's you can watch that. Oh, stuff it is very clean. Yeah, it's it's funny. Nah, nah, it's... nah, nah. That's fucking boring, man. That's that's when you're with the baby girl, you know, drinking yeah. wine. Yeah, nah. That's mindless that's... TV. But see, it shows yeah. Jake is really progressive. He's watching a crossdresser in a television show. Who's the lead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? I don't know. M- Mrs. Mrs. Brown's Brown Boys. Boys. That, oh, I don't guy. know what that is. I don't watch that. Where Where do you stream that, Jake? Uh off of YouTube. For I, I was for oh. a while. You know what's messed up is it's on Canadian Netflix. Like, Canada's Netflix is way better than ours. So is Mexico. When I was in Mexico, their Netflix is lit. Their accent, their action selection? Oh, man. Okay, wait a second. Movies. But what's the difference? Why Why isn't it all the same? Licensing. Because of licensing. Oh, Some bullshit. movie is a big hit in America that whatever studio or production owns the rights, if they want to stream it in America, you got to pay this much. People don't give a fuck about this movie in Mexico. 
I'll put it there. Well, we want to put it in Mexico. All right, you'll pay this much. Yeah, that's the scary shit about buying music on like uh, hmm. Apple or if you buy music on like Amazon. Yeah. If they lose the licensing for that, even though you paid for it, that music's no longer available. No, that's not true. Are you sure? Positive. You... you you own the rights for it. Yeah, you own digital rights for it. They may oh, so lose the you... license, so, so they that... can't sell it anymore. It's uh... not like Spotify. Uh... Okay. Yeah, but that's bullshit because if I'm paying for Amazon, like I pay for Amazon Music, and then all of a sudden recently there's a bunch of bands that have pulled their shit off. So it's bullshit. I, I like Tool, I'm thinking here's a problem. Tool is about to drop a new album, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How am I gonna listen to it? My PC is is a PC that does not have a CD player. It's a compact modern PC. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, the only way I don't have a CD player, so my laptop, I'm not going to pull my laptop out to listen to a fucking CD. The only way I can listen to it is in my car. And that's one thing I really hate about tool. Like, can you please make it somehow digital without me physically putting the fucking CD in a laptop and downloading into iTunes? Like, can you please not do that to me? Well, it's also like, a, a, what is it? A lot of the artists now, like, uh, when they're releasing a new album. Right. You can't stream that album right away anymore. Like for the first month, it's only available for purchase. Sure, that makes sense. I get it. If it people does. support a band, yeah, that's fine. I I'm not against that. That's fine <sighs> by me. I I don't care if I like some bands maybe release something and I'm just not that excited about fucking listening to it. So I will wait the month. All right. I'll listen to it. And if I like I, it, I've got a question it. that I think yeah. is more for Mo than it is Jake. So Jake, I'm sorry. I'm no, no worries. Though. Talk away, gentlemen. Bro, what was the worst concert that you've ever seen? And if you need a second to think about it, I can share mine first. Yeah, go ahead and share yours. Okay. First two worst concerts, hands down, George Thorogood. I saw this guy play uh, three years ago, and he was playing at some little local hotel, but I was like, all right, I'll go see George Thorogood. Why not? Like, like his what song? Head's What's his famous song? Uh, Who Do You Love, uh, Bad to the Bone, uh, One Whiskey, One Scotch, One Beer. Oh, God. Oh, Bad to the... Oh, God. Yeah. That's your fault going. Okay, where did he play? <clears throat> was there in Vegas? Oh, he yeah, he played at Sunset oh. Station. Mm, and so and you went. Of course, I got free God, tickets. I was like, yeah, I'll go fucking, check out George Thorogood for free tickets. so trailer trash. Oh, dude. here... No, I went because I knew what this was going to be like. I was like, oh, this is this is... This is going to be, I, he's not even a great musician, and this is 30 years after his last hit. This is going to be just an epic, just failure. I am excited. Unlike most people, when I know something is just going to be an epic failure, like I can't wait to go just to see the carnage in person. Mm. So I went to this show. Dude, his third song, I'm not kidding, half the crowd got up and walked out. Oh, wow. And he was, yeah, he was just gone there was no voice there was no music like it was just he was up there and you could tell that his soul was gone and he was doing it because he needed the money that's just fucking uh, sad it was sad. so sad but at the same time i'm like you will never see somebody who was so big at one point so so far that's down. why man that's why you know that's why would if this thing <coughs> excuse me ever goes anywhere we gotta invest we cannot fuck off and buy houses and cars. Yes, you got to be buying like, a uh, house Magic is an Johnson. investment. Yeah, yeah, but not my idea of a house. Buying a house, one house, one house is investment. Two houses, nah, no, yeah, I don't need. It's not two. worth it. Yeah, you like, don't need two houses where one you only live in half the time. It's cheaper than well, whenever you're at that place just rent a place. Or you yeah. have one that's an income property. Unless you're doing that, you're right. Um, but no, George Thorogood was just an absolute disaster. 
And then the other one, and Jake, you were at this show. It was The Offspring. And they played at someone. Oh, like how dare you? Dude, it was Tony Hawk Boom Boom Hawk Jam. And I I was thinking it then. Those guys were still pretty cool, but I just recently saw something. It was like one of those Guitar Center segments that they shoot with a band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me get this straight. This dude's name is still Noodles. He is a 60-year-old guy, and he insists people call him Noodles. <laughs> That's how everyone Bro, knows him. That's Noodles, man. That is sad. That is like the that's like a Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite still sh- sh- watch throwing himself or wa- videotaping himself throwing a football. We're gonna we're gonna do this music segment right now since we're all here or not we're really in a rush. Anybody in a rush? No. Nope. All right, yeah. so I'm going to get say some controversial shit right now about what's music, new. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. First of all, Rage Against the Fucking Machine fucking sucks. Okay. Oh yeah. They, Second agree. band fucking sucks is Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're fucking trash as well. I don't care what anybody says. I've tried and tried and tried. Third band. They've got a handful of hits. I don't give a fuck. They're all shit. I don't care. They're trash. Okay. There's they're not. There's nothing funky about them. They're just fucking annoying rap, California punk, funk, whatever. See, there's it's a annoying. lot of songs that a lot of people you never like every hear. song they're... is just blah 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 California. Blah, no, no, blah, no. Blah. There's there's songs that you don't hear on the radio ever, mm-hmm. and they actually have a few. You're like, oh, that's a really good yeah, song. How no, come, how come they like never play voice. that on the radio? I, because I know it's not a hit. They play the hits. What people what will get them radio commercials? I get it, but still. Yeah, but a lot of them are shitty. Yeah, exactly. You know, Five Finger Death Punch. That's oh, another fucking god Three shit. Three Days Grace. Three Days uh, Grace is dog shit. Yeah, yeah, but that was my first concert, so shut up. <laughs> so wait a second. So when you guys, <laughs> all right. So if you both opened your music app, all right. Yeah. And you plugged your phone in and you hit shuffle. Right. Would it play the same genre of stuff on a constant, or would you no. shuffle? No. Yeah. There, no, because I have much. a mix. Yeah. So you guys listen to everything. Yeah. 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 Like mainly for me it's metal. Like that's mainly what I listen to, but sometimes I just, you know, I'm not I'm not a gangbanger, I'm not involved in any gangs, I'm not a violent person, but I like the music. Like some songs the game has are just like, you know, they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Let's do some gang shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> this sounds fucking appealing, man. The fucking game convinces me, you know? <laughs> but yeah. I just listen to it in my car. Like I'm not really gangbanging, I just like I Monir's like the white guy from uh, Office Space. He's the, he's the white guy from Office Space listening to the gangbanger lock in his car door. I listen to everything, though, too. And I, okay. I think it's interesting because when, when we were growing up, or at least for me, I'm a little older than you guys, most people listen to one thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, I, I listen to rock, and that's it. Or I listen to hip-hop, and that's it. Yeah, I listen yeah, to class. Yeah. But I think now that people have the ability to go on these these apps and you have such a wide variety of things to choose from yeah. where you can pick. You can cherry pick a bit here, a bit there, and a bit Yeah, here. have you guys ever seen reaction videos on YouTube? They're a big thing now. Yep. Well, Jake, I think what your reasoning behind that, and, and, and if you were to think about the the reason that music is much different and much more open to the genres now is, is probably because music is free. I mean, if you think about it, take our parents' generation, that, that generation right. that was born in the 60s and 70s, or even 50s, 60s, 70s. For them, as they were growing up, you either listened to the radio. And or vinyls. If, yeah, well, if you were listening to the radio, you were waiting to hear your one favorite song, because you like, you'd love that song, whatever That's was true. really popular right now. Yeah. And you didn't want to risk changing the station and missing it. Yep. So I listened to one station. 
people used to share records that was a big activity mm -hmm. too but records were money so it was either you listened to free radio and you listened to your one station to hear your favorite song or you bought records if if yeah yeah another thing but hey vinyls are, are i don't know if you noticed but they've made a comeback and it's a big comeback like yeah, you cannot are. go any store right now without seeing vinyls even like guitar center what were you saying jake <laughs> yeah i think and i don't know I think if you noticed a that. part of it is too back in, in the day when we were growing up you would have <clears throat> you wouldn't be able to cherry pick you like that one song you like that one artist you had to buy the whole album right. but now you can cherry pick a song here off of this album a song here and you can you can you know basically build your own album your own playlist mm -hmm. and i think that's why you see a little bit more mixture a little bit more flavor in everybody's stuff. Is because yeah, but they don't why, why didn't to... that happen with the the single CD when it would just be like the one song off the CD? Because there, it was still wasn't that available. It was you, it was still picked by the record companies. So you'd have okay. one song that was, you'd get a single or you'd get maybe an extra bonus track with a single, but it was still, it wasn't you picking it. So you could never get that one single that you loved off you the B loved. side of Pink Floyd. There you go. And it, mm. it, it maybe it's an obscure one that isn't being played on radio. Yeah, because you know not everybody loves the song Bicycle. Right. And I know that's one that you really like, but a lot of people don't even know that song. Bicycle by what? Queen or Pink Floyd? Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd. Hmm. Both. <laughs> the Queen song's probably better. <laughs> the Pink Floyd one's just really weird. That was with the original singer that died. Also... I play a really fun game with my wife. I'm going to share this with you guys. As we listen to the radio, I always point out when the artist is dead. You'd be surprised at how many people are actually like on your playlist. And you're like, oh, they're dead. Oh, no. <laughs> there's a lot of them. It's, dude, I'm telling you, it's probably like 40% of the musicians I listen to are dead already. I mean, so, I know I know. In, in my case, <clears throat> not really. Maybe a member of the band is dead, but not everybody. Here's a fun game to play. Look at your playlist. Figure out which ones are dead. And then divide it by genre. Who's dead in what group? I'm pretty sure I've got more hip hop artists that are dead in my group than classic rock guys. Yeah, it's a fun. That's a fun game. Yeah, that's a game that, you can play at the bar with people. That I'd be willing, but it would be, dude. It would take too long to go through my list because uh, yeah, I suppose you've got yeah. Well, me too. Like, I remember know, when I had iPods still, and iPods were still a thing. I went in. And the first time they had a 120 gig iPod, I do my hard on was so rock solid because I was so excited. And everyone's like, "Dude, why do you need 120 gigs?" I said, "Because I'm sick of not ha I'm sick of either having to try to have two iPods or delete music off and put it on my my iPhone or on my uh, on my iPod." And they're like, "Dude, who listens to that much music?" And I was like, "I do." Like, that's, that's Josh was that douchebag, that gypsy that always had like two two phones, you know. Except he always had his phone and his iPad always in a fucking nice always. case. Like, do you remember hell, that? You know? yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like he yeah. had it with him as it's like it's his partner in crime. Like cannot go anywhere. He didn't leave it in the car. Didn't trust it there. I remember nope. he had a separate hard drive that was just for music storage. Yeah, but I still it, have it, it. a lot of it is awful <laughs> shit. A lot of it is just dog shit. Casey and Jojo, just weird shit. It's just dog shit. Time and place, dude. Time and place. That's all I'm gonna say. Time and place. Okay. Yeah. Hey yeah. man. If... <laughs> Who hey, was time and place? Like, what the fuck? When are you gonna listen to Casey and Joshua? Did, hold on. Mr. Did you Josh? see a? Here's where. Did you see a James Blunt? Somebody said like, "How do you get or how do you make a woman or something like that?" Uh, 
like your music or whatever it was. He was trying to dog her music, but is his... oh, fuck. I'm gonna have to find it. Go ahead and talk about shit. I'm gonna go find this because he just <laughs> fucking totally owned it. His comeback was just perfect. No, but if you guys seriously ever want to watch like good international series, I'm going to recommend two: one from Israel, one from Egypt. I'm going to recommend Fauda from Israel, and I'm going to recommend This Evening in Egypt. You know. I'm not Israeli, so I don't know how close, but I've talked to Israeli people and Palestinians too. And they said, damn, this shit is really kind of similar, you know, like this is not far from the truth. This is pretty close. And I know the Egyptian one because I'm Egyptian and I'm somewhat familiar with what I'm seeing. And it, it pretty, it gives you like a whole, instead of traveling, you don't want to get the, it's basically like kind of like, you're learning something new, how this culture thinks, what they eat, how they Monier, talk. I've yeah. got an interesting question for you. Yeah. And I was, I was reading an article earlier this week, and right. there was, they were talking about uh, when Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un sat down, right? Yeah. And they were talking about what people can learn by sitting down and eating eating with each other and sitting down right. and breaking bread. Right. So, And I, I, I love that I have somebody I can talk to about other things. Uh, an opposite point of view because right. you you're you're from a foreign country you you came here um, right and it, it's it's interesting to me so when you sit down and, and you break bread with people for the first time um right. when, when you had friends over to your house right. and you guys did a family dinner was it was it fun what, what did you learn from those experiences being new to the country and when you would go over to friends houses and have dinner White people oh, dude, are boring. It's yeah, like, because... yeah, people are fucking boring as fuck, dude. Like, you start eating fucking lunch, dinner at fucking 6 p.m. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You have mental problems. Okay, so help <laughs> like, me out. Help that. me understand. Like... Yeah, dude. Like, you know, it, like there was... So you'd be surprised how shocked I was and how impressed at certain things I was and how I was like, wow, this is trash coming from Cairo, right? And I came okay. at the age of 13, right? Yeah. So I came from Cairo to Amsterdam, from Amsterdam to LAX. LAX, we went to Orange County. We spent the night. Then we drove to Vegas. And I've, I've been living in Vegas ever since then. Here you go. Right? And okay. uh, I went to middle school here last semester of eighth grade. And then I started high school here in Vegas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um so I was like, so the KFC here is, is okay. You, you guys, you don't even, you've never had KFC. Let's just say it that way. Okay. So okay. from the get go, the origin country of my favorite meal in Egypt is, is not what I expected to be. All right. Okay. I was so extremely impressed with the freeways and like the highway systems and how like people were like disciplined on the road. Everybody stays in their lane if ambulances or police cars come by, you know, woo, woo, everybody swings to the right. That was like, wow, this society really cares. You know, mm-hmm. they try at least to maintain, you know, to avoid accidents or abide by the law. What I didn't get is toll roads. I'm like, who paid for this road? Taxes. And like, so why are we paying to use it? Oh, because it's a private company. Well, who paid the private company? The government. Well, where'd the government get the money from the taxes? So wait, you paid for it, then you're fucking paying for it again? Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. That sounds like a ripoff. Okay, whatever. Well, okay, so, toll roads don't quite work like that. Uh, really? Just so you know, there's a company that owns them and they maintain that part of the road. Yeah. Okay. So what, okay. what made the company <laughs> own them? 
they 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 lease that toll away from the the county or the city or the government, whoever it is. But who builds it? They do. They pay for it. So so that land they buy the land. They lease sometimes. The land. Yeah, some they, they, sometimes they lease the land, or sometimes they help build it. So they'll pay for like fifty percent of the project, and the city pays for fifty percent of it, and then the company gets to collect toll. So don't tax me for roads, then, if you can do that. <laughs> well, whatever there's a toll road. Yeah. By law, they have to have another road that is nearby that you can take for free. I've heard a lot of scams about toll roads and bridges. But anyway, we don't have that problem here in Nevada, so let's not just run into it. Anyway, what 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 else, Jake? What, like school, no, dude. So, like, no, it like was when shocking. You, when you would go yeah. over to somebody's house, because, okay, yeah. for me, like I had I had Mexican friends. Yeah. So like for the first time, I would go over to their house for dinner and spend yeah. time with the family. You know, we'd sit down and, you know, they welcome you to your home. You're part of the family. So you abide by their tradition and you do as they do. So for me, it was interesting, you know, just the whole dynamic of a different culture. Oh, no. So, well, see, we're not really cultural family to begin with. I'm sure Josh have witnessed. You've been over millions of times. Like when you walk in, you walk in. Are you fucking hungry? Yes. Fucking eat. (laughs) Well, no. Hungry? No. Okay, then don't eat. And I, from okay, so from my perspective, I've I've been to your home a few times, yeah. and yeah. every time, just like you said, your mom was such a caring person, and she right. welcomes you into your into her home, and well, can I get you anything? Can I, you know, she she tries to feed you all the time, and yeah. that was an interesting Be, dynamic. Being a guest, being a guest is a big deal in the Middle East. I never understood why, but guest See, is like it's a big thing. I don't know why. No, it actually create create. No, it's bad because it creates hypocritical situations. Hmm. See, for let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay. Do you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here in America, like, if I'm tired and Josh is over fucking playing on my PS4, some whatever game he actually enjoys, and like I'm sleeping, there's two things, right? That are not considered rude to do. A, just tell him, dude, I'm going to fucking sleep, lock over. Like, if I live by myself and it's my place, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to walk in and go to sleep. He can fuck off, stay or leave. I don't care. Right. B is tell him to get, if I don't know Josh like that and I'm not comfortable with him, like, dude, like, I got to be up early. Like, you got to fuck off. I would probably wouldn't say fuck up. Like, like, you got to go, you know? And it wouldn't really be considered rude. Like, in the Middle East, you can't fucking ask people to leave, dude. And that's what creates a hypocritical situation. I have a really interesting question in my head that now I'm not confused by. Are you ready? Yeah. You're talking about what's socially acceptable. Now. Right. It's weird because as an American, like you're saying, I guess that that's a very good distinction and difference. But why is it such a difference? Me, there are very few people in my life who are like, hey, if you were over at my house, I'd be like, hey, just go ahead and stay. I'd be like, hey, dude, get, time to fucking go home. Like, go home. I'm ready to go to bed. Right. I usually try to be like, get the fuck out of my house. But you're right. Like, right. Why? Because the weird part is, is if we live in the same city, I want you to get out. But I'm happy to let you come visit me for 10 days and I'd never say a word. What's the difference between you visiting me and me, you living here? Right. Like if I trust you to stay at my house and come into my home and I welcome you as a guest and no, you no, travel no, I, 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 I didn't mean it like that. No, I know, no, no. I, I, I'm like, no, I'm saying it from this perspective. Like I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general because there's a right. lot of people who are like, yeah, dude, I'll come and welcome you in my home for ten days and I don't care. But if you were to come over and you're playing video games and hanging out, I'd be really weird if I'm like, hey, we're going to bed. Lock up when you're done. But right. why is it any different? Um, I guess it comes down to trust and comfort. Like for an example, like. If like, again, if I live by myself and you live in mm-hmm. the same city as me, right? 
and say we popped a bottle of scotch open and we had two drinks a couple hours ago where you're not really drunk anymore but uh maybe you're enjoying the game and you want to drink more so i'm like dude if you're gonna drink just lock the fucking door and sleep here on the couch i'm going to sleep Mm -hmm. i'm gonna wake you up when you wake up right Mm -hmm. some people maybe i don't trust them with my assets like that in my place some people maybe they're sober and you know mm-hmm. they're gonna fucking be stupid or get fucking high or drunk or whatever and forget to lock the door they're not responsible people you know but see that's exactly what i'm saying is it, it, there there's those people though that you do trust them i do trust but if i live in the same city i'd be like dude why are you staying like i've got a lot of my friends i'd be like hey if you live here why like you're, right. you're nearby go home but at the same time why do i care like I'd, I'd invite them and they could come stay with me for 10 days it's the exact same person the only difference is they live in town or they don't live in town. Why do I? Yeah, care like somebody... I don't want to stay if you're going to sleep. Personally, well, like I have no desire to stay if you're going to bed. Like I'm gonna leave. Like when I used to come watch The Walking Dead with you, it's done. Mm-hmm. We eat whatever. We we you know, we smoke hookah and we're done. All right, I'm fucking leaving. Like I want to go home too. Like I have no interest mm-hmm. in staying. But if we were drinking and you live by yourself, no fiance, nothing, no roommate. You know, and you have a comfortable couch and I've had more than a few drinks. I don't want to drive. I don't want to order an Uber. I'll be like, dude, fuck you. Go to bed. I'm going to crash on this couch. I don't think you'll say anything. No, not at all. Right? That's hmm. just the way I see it. But if you live in the same city and but you again, can drive. But again, now you're talking about drinking. Like, why, why do you have to be drinking to make it acceptable for you to stay? Uh, so now you're saying if you come and visit me, it's acceptable for you to stay. If you've been drinking, it's acceptable to stay. But if you're sober, you're not able to stay here. Just <laughs> yeah, like, get the hey, fuck I'm out. Gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna. You're gonna like get get out. But if but why is that? Why is that presence change? Like I know obviously for for <laughs> well, you being drunk, it's like a safety thing. You don't want that person right. to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just now I'm I'm, just, I'm gonna have to think about this one. That's my new couch or my new booth question and my other. You know, it's all that well, stuff that kind of sticks with me for the week. That, that I just circumvented. This is why I don't invite people to my house. Ah. <laughs> yeah it's a nice thing it's a nice thing but you know sometimes but, like sometimes the wifey goes out of town and you have like the whole place yourself for a week and then you have like a three-day weekend coming up and then you're like you know what i made some fucking good money i have my savings in in order my bills are paid i'm calling in sick now it's a four-day weekend you don't feel like going out because you just got a nice fucking bottle of glenn levitt so what do you do you invite a few friends over it's rational happens yep Yep. I appreciate everybody listening to this week's episode of Thoughts on Demand podcast. We really do appreciate it. Again, if you could, please subscribe and share the show. Share it with a friend. Have them uh, subscribe on their phone. It does help us. We really appreciate it. To all the people who are listening to us overseas, I also appreciate that. That was pretty cool to actually see, and uh, I love to have people reach out to us and all that kind of stuff. Guys, until next week, uh, we'll see you then. Thanks again. Have a good one, gentlemen. On the man.